Welcome to the Health and Biz Bites podcast. I'm your host, Mike Beverly. Thanks for tuning in today. This podcast is dedicated to individuals and professionals who desire to learn more about the subject and business aspects of non-traditional technologies and approaches to better health and vitality. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Health and Biz Bites podcast. Today, we have a very unique and special guest. Jared McCarthy is the Rebel Marketer of Brilliant You Proprietary Limited, the rapid results coaching company, which is transforming willing business owners who are wondering, is this all there is to brilliant happy, and successful people, even if they think it is impossible right now. Jared, born in Ireland and living in Sydney, Australia, welcome to the Health and Biz Bites podcast. And would you mind start telling us a little bit about where you're born in Ireland and uh, a little bit about your background, please? Okay, well, that, first off, Mike, thanks for having me on your podcast. Um, I've been listening to a few episodes there, and uh, yeah, congratulations. It's uh, it's really good. Um, okay, so to jump in uh, where, you know, growing up in Ireland and in Cork, uh, yeah, okay, that's uh, an interesting question. So I guess, um, where will I start at? I guess I found growing up in Ireland Look, I, I, I'll start with this saying that Ireland is really my spiritual home. It's, you know, the, the, the place that always kind of captures my heart. Um, but I did find growing up there quite challenging, like school was a challenge. Uh, I, I wasn't a, a great student. And I guess that the, there was the culture of teaching for me, I felt was very much based around fear and punishment. And I found that I was often, you know, instead of being a good student, I was often kind of finding myself in fights with other pupils and uh, friends. And um, and home life was was kind of challenging as well. And in those days, there was no such thing as uh, mental well-being or um, emotional well-being. That just, just wasn't uh, a thing in those days. And in some ways, I found... <laughs> childhood to be quite traumatic and stressful in many ways and what was going on in the country in, its, in itself was that there was you know there was a, uh, a political unrest and unemployment was was pretty high in those days so there was a kind of a bit of a it was a kind of a gloomy time in Ireland and back in those days um, and so for me I often felt that uh, felt lost and in, I actually felt quite numb at times and I had low, I guess, low self-worth and low self-esteem. So it was really the kind of perfect, uh, I guess, breeding ground for shame and disconnection. And, you know, the real, really the opposite to what you need as, as a child, uh, which is connection, which, you know, connection gives you purpose and meaning. Uh, now, in amongst all that, you know, there was... 
there was good times as well, but I guess for the, the purpose of what I'm talking about today. But I, one thing my parents did instill in me, though, was, uh, you know, values such as kind of work hard, be independent. And as I got older, I kind of took those on. So that's what I did. I, I did work hard and uh, I, I did play hard as well. Um, as I was really desperate to fit in and I guess... You know, these days to fit in and to belong. And I guess these days, you know, to, what we call this to find your tribe. And I really struggled with that. Um, and, and I think one of the, you know, one of the main things that for me was there was an underlying belief that I'm not okay and that I felt quite a bit of shame. And I, I really found it hard to, to make connections with people, but I was desperate to belong. And I was trying to fill this hole um, with some sort of meaning. Um, but <laughs> like that, I had no clue about relationships. I had no clue about how to, uh, with women or about sex or how to actually even be a solid person. And, you know, to be a man, what, what it meant to be a masculine man. And even worse, uh, how does one actually process their feelings so in and all of that, I became a bit of a rebel in many ways. And um, you know, when I was when I was, I guess, twenty three, I, I left um, I left Ireland and went overseas. And eventually, I I ended up in Australia. Um, fairly soon on there, I started a business. But by the time I hit thirty, I kind of and the things were actually kind of starting to go well for me in some ways, but. I think that allowed all my past stuff to start to surface. So I had, I had a bit of a, a major crisis in like, who am I like, and what did I want? And how am I going to, to get there? And that ex came out in, I, I started to get a lot of cold sores and it was very difficult to get rid of them. And what I really think was happening was my, what was stored in the body from the past was starting to resurface and um, I just didn't know how to deal with it. And that's when I first put my hand up to get help. And that changed, changed everything for me, I guess. Well, that that's interesting, Jared. And uh, your story and my story, uh, it's, it's like we're twins uh, <laughs> because I, I also, Throughout, I think it was until I was late 30s, early 40s, I constantly had cold sores, constantly. And it, wow. you know, and tried everything possible. And I, you know, I, I really never thought about that could possibly be some of the, the mental baggage that I might have been carrying around. But uh, at any rate, uh, so when you put your hand up, what was the first? thing you did or what was the next step after you put your hand up well that that was really interesting is that that was it was like opening a door into a new world because you have a paradigm before this of how the world is and then when you're you know in, in a way like when I, I was on my knees in a way and in in that that kind of allows a whole lot of things to happen but it was a doorway into the, the self-help industry i guess you know it was very different back then it was 
um, you know, that there was there was nothing on the internet. It was all it was all you know books and um, uh, you might you know you'd go and see a psychologist or a counselor or some somebody like that. But it was a fascinating world, and I I was really drawn into it. Like I found it it really opened my eyes up to uh, I guess connecting with yourself for the first time. And but it was kind of a love hate relationship with it as well because the biggest thing about <laughs> about taking this step into the unknown in a way is you're really taking you're you're really looking at yourself in the mirror you're really starting to um i guess all of this is you've been running from yourself and so now you're kind of um starting to while you've got all this education and information which is fantastic and it opens up it opens up um, this beautiful world at the same time. There's the fear of, well, I've got to deal with the feeling I'm not okay. And so there's, there is, um, it's like, well, I, it's like you got to embrace the cactus and you know it's going to be painful in some way. But once you do that and you realize, oh, is this all you've got? Um, things start to change again and that's that that was kind of my first experience with it and it was fantastic um but then i i went on and started a business at that stage another business and this time it was in real estate and i ultimately did that for about 20 years but about 10 years into it in the real estate business i i I had this moment and you know, it was a quiet moment. And I thought, you know what? I think I've made it. Like I, sales are really good. My office is going well. Financially, I'm doing good. Um, you know, here I am. Like Because I, 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 I remember sitting at a restaurant thinking this because my family were with me. And I thought, oh, life's actually pretty good. <laughs> Within 12 months, I was divorced. And um, that kind of really shook me and surprised me and the it, and probably what was the most challenging part of this was um, how what actually happened during the process of divorce was I wouldn't wish it on on anybody. Um, it really surprised me to what twists and turns actually happened during that divorce, uh, during my divorce, and it really rocked me. It rocked me in um, emotionally, spiritually. And so even though I was still in real estate, uh, I had kind of, in some ways, the next 10 years were more, um, I had kind of left the building in some way. And that's when I, I guess, decided to have another big look at myself and um, go a bit deeper again in terms of personal development and self-development. And... Yeah, so that that took me on a on a, a deep and meaningful soul searching journey, um, and out of that, I ended up starting the business Brilliant You, as we call it today. That that's that's quite a story, and you know I've heard all kinds of descriptions of coming to grips with where we are and what we have to do to grow, but your analysis of embracing a cactus might be the most poignant description <laughs> that I have heard of going through that growth process. That was, 
I, 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 as you were saying that, I was listening to the rest of your description. I'm thinking, man, there's a book here. There's a, there's a book. <laughs> if not a book, certainly an article that could be posted on social media about that. So, uh, uh, that, that's, that's brilliant. I love that. And, uh, <laughs> like I said, I've never heard it described that way, but, you're right. It's it. You know, it's going to be painful, and and it's something you can't avoid. You know, you've got to embrace that cactus and get through it. So that was so insightful, uh, Jared. So uh, <laughs> just expound on that. Yeah. Well, I guess in in a way that kind of takes the you know people often ask me you know well so what does your business do what what do you actually do and so i guess they really um the problem is there are uh business owners out there whose businesses were meant to be exciting fulfilling rewarding and uh, you know the, like the keys to their financial independence their happiness and their freedom well that's not happening they feel trapped frustrated uh stuck in the rat race they look around and think everybody else is doing so much better than them and they feel like they're losing it and it's like every day now starts to feel like groundhog day and they're really kind of going is this all there is am i just kind of marking my cards here and they feel burnt out and disillusioned and then they're starting to ask themselves, like, when did this all stop working? Where did it go wrong? I used to love my business, but everything has changed. And um, I don't know what I want anymore. And, you know, I've tried so many times to fix it. But, you know, I've gone to all these trainers and experts, but really, they don't get me. Like, I'm I'm, I'm angry. Like, I'm, I'm pissed off. Um, you know, maybe I should just go and get a job. Uh, I'd have no responsibility or less responsibility. You know, I wouldn't have staff. I wouldn't have wages to worry about. It would be a much simpler life. And inside, they're now feeling embarrassed, like a failure. Um, they don't know how to talk to their spouse, like the spouse used to believe in them, but they can see it in their eyes that they, they don't anymore. Now, that's what they think. And so what I do and what we do is we first show these people how it all went astray. And from there, then we show them, you know, how to get clarity, uh, focus, and that starts to bring them inspiration and meaning. And so they find their uh, excitement again and the, the, the person they were truly meant to be, which means now they have a life and they live a life that's got it's more inspirational. They feel more confident in, in themselves and in who they are. Now, in that process of finding out who they are, that's again, you know, we talk about embracing the cactus. There, it's it's not all, you know, um, fun and games. There is a bit of of pain in this, but the upside of that is they connect with who they really are, what their purpose is, and how they're going to get there. And things start to change in their family. They connect with their family again or reconnect with them. And the partner not only respects them, but now adores them because their communication skills um, have, you know, gone through the roof. Their, com their communication skills are now working at, you know, 
And I guess that's been the issue for a lot of people that have got suppressed emotions. They don't know how to talk about it. And so they, they do all the opposite things. But once you start to kind of open up, things can change beautifully for you. So even with their children, they're, they're not snapping at their children anymore. And I mean, not just young kids, like some of these people would have adult children, but they're still <laughs> snapping at them. But that all changes. They get to spend time with them and be present and are able to give. Um, so we take them from being that, I guess, uh, depressed, frustrated victim of a person uh, to somebody that now takes charge of their life and they lead. And they can make decisions about their business and how they are actually going to work. So everything is everything starts to realign, including their relationships with their family and friends. And we do this in in an over an eight week period, which is what we call the burnt out to brilliant or or rapid uh, results program. Yeah. Well, that that is uh, sounds like an amazing program, and um, you know, I like you went through a divorce that uh never planned for and uh that was after 17 years of marriage and then uh I, you know as you were describing I, I don't know uh Jared it, it sounds like you've been reading my mind here the last <laughs> uh, week or two but uh uh you know I we we my first wife and I had an incredibly successful business but it was a war um, and the war was created by another family member um, on my wife's side of the family that came in that was uh, doing some things that shouldn't have been done, like embezzling uh, tens of thousands of dollars. And and uh, and so things came to a head and I got to the point I said, OK, I'm done with this. And we it was a highly successful business, highly. And I said, OK, I'm just going to go get a job teaching again. And I don't want this because this is this is miserable. And so I went through all of those pains and struggles that you described, you know, hating myself or being in that position, you know, feeling like I had let everybody down and just on and on and on. So so, uh, you know, I, that's why I said it sounds like you've been reading my mind here <laughs> because you're, you're describing and, and I'm sure a part of your pain process that you went through has helped you develop this program, which sounds amazing to help people get through the hurt and pain and recovery that they ultimately have to get through. But uh, the other, the other overwhelming theme I heard was clarity. And I mean, I have a whole bookshelf of books that I've read and some of them I'm reading for the seventh or eighth time. And overwhelmingly I hear this theme, what do you want? And you must have clarity of what that is. So, uh, so are there uh, other? Uh, well, let's let's back up a second. Let's back up a second. You know, you you obviously you did some reading and and researching to get to where you're at. So, what what would what would be some of the recommended resources for reading for our listeners and other people that? may be going through similar feelings and experiences right now. What would what would be a couple recommendations you could make for them? Well, look, interesting that you talked about, look, the problem with reading is it gives you a lot of knowledge and which is fantastic. And and so maybe it's not a problem. Knowledge is the knowledge is the 
is is a starting point and maybe it starts to open your eyes to uh there there are different uh way different different ways of looking at things which is really important because it starts to give you a different perspective and like there there are so many great books out there so but i think what needs to happen is the next part which is actually getting it into your body having this happen on on a, what I call a body level. And then when you talk about the body, like breaking it down, it's almost this needs to happen on a cellular level um, to for change to actually happen. So yes, reading books is great. Uh, however, where, where uh, whether somebody's a religious person or not, but it's almost like where grace kind of comes into this is where you start to talk about your pain and share your pain and open up, uh, you know, what with a with a coach or with a counselor or that that's when you're shifting from the knowledge process into the healing. Into look, it's all part of the journey, I guess. So I don't want to make one better than the other, but I guess it kind of really ramps up when it goes from knowledge to knowing and what i mean by knowing knowing it in the body level on the heart level um in a cellular level that's when things start to change that's when um uh uh you start to get meaning out of your your difficulties in life and i guess what i also say to people because they they say to me oh well, where do i start well i guess the first thing you could say is keep everything in perspective. Um, and what I mean by that is that um, we often only value things when they're being taken away from us. And uh, and a good example of that could be our health. Uh, I know you've had a, 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 a couple of health scares, Mike, but I guess when somebody's health has been threatened, all of a sudden clarity starts to happen. Um, in terms of um, maybe we start making promises to God. Well, if, it, if, I, if I don't uh, die from this or I'm not terminally ill from this, all of a sudden I'm going to clean up the different parts of my life. It's almost like we get crystal clear clarity on what we need to do. However, when we're just kind of rocking through life and there's no scares, we kind of, on some level, we know we should be looking after our health. We know we should be looking after our spirituality. We know we should be looking after um, our mindset, but we don't actually do it because, well, we don't do it because we're human beings. And there's, there is, um, there is, I guess we, we kind of, we're trying to avoid the bit we don't know. And, but the problem with that is that in business, that everybody talks about outsourcing things. But the one thing that you definitely can't outsource is your health. And what I mean by that is your head, your heart, your soul, and your body. You can't outsource looking after them. So if you're going on this journey, um, it's really good to kind of remember these three, what I call truisms, that there will be difficult days. Um, uh and if you get this, this is reduces the time. Like it, when, when somebody is in a difficult time, they start to think it's forever. 
like that they forget that the first truism really is this too shall pass that it may feel difficult it may feel challenging but it won't be forever but in amongst that it's your decisions and not your conditions that determine your mindset your attitude and your self-worth and they're the things you i guess you can control in all of this whether it's in business whether it's in personal development um it's your mindset your attitude and your self-worth and the second one is that and as you touched on mike it's it's these challenging times your darkest times is when your greatest growth growth or learnings come from and the reason that happens and i um, and that's what definitely happened for me is that <laughs> you're kind of on your knees and when you're in that place, um, the most amazing opportunities occur because you've kind of surrendered. You've kind of let your your you're actively surrendering and saying, "I don't know what needs to happen next," and so there's there's a real vulnerability in that, and that's the fear we have is that we will be vulnerable. But oddly enough, vulnerability is actually a superpower because it allows so much to happen. Now, the third truism that, and it's kind of a two-way sword because, but really it's, it's um, you need to separate your self-worth from, you know, your business, your business card, your website, um, how much you earn. Um, so it's that separation of who you are from what you do. And, it's really important that we don't let anybody screw with your self-worth. And that actually includes yourself because we're quite often quite capable of, you know, being really, um, you know, hard on ourselves. We're far too hard on ourselves. So, yeah. So I think um, to answer your question, and I, I hope that wasn't, such a long path with it, like you're saying, what what can people do? I guess if they start off with that, those foundations of those three truisms, then it makes it and 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 keep that as a as a to remember that. Then when you go into the difficult times, they're they're not as bad. Does that make sense? It, it certainly does. It certainly does. And uh, and and thank you for the expanded answer because the last several minutes of your uh, talking here on the podcast, the nuggets that you uh, shared are, wow, invaluable nuggets. So, I mean, again, I mean, I'm just listening to you. I'm, I'm, I'm like, there's, there's another book, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, but, you know, the, the one thing that, I am probably as guilty as anyone on the planet of beating myself up for failures and not separating who I am as a person and my true worth uh, here, you know, as a child of God uh, from those calamities. And some of those calamities I brought on myself. I know from the decisions that I made prior to that happening, I, I take full responsibility for it. But, uh, you know, you, you mentioned vulnerability, and I'm here today because <clears throat> I was invited to be in a 
mastermind coaching program at the end of 2019. And I had been in a rut for about eight years, not reading, not listening, not affiliating with, with a, a positive people, not growing at all. I was in a rut, abusing alcohol, doing things I shouldn't have been doing for, for my body and for my soul. And I got invited to be in the mastermind coaching program. And I knew that it, I was going to have to be vulnerable. I knew I was going to have to stretch and grow. And I didn't want to do it. But thank God, my wife encouraged me to do it. And I did it. And I met a man that literally uh, exposed me to a health technology that saved my life. It literally saved my life. And I wouldn't be here today, I don't think, if I hadn't done that coaching program, because it was a big stretch. And I, I'm a different human being today. And back then, I was just living day to day, week to week, hoping that I could get through to the weekend where I could, you know, relax and, you know, party a little bit more, drink a little bit more, whatever, you know, that was, that was like, that's as far as I could see. Well, now <laughs> when my friends who are my age at around 70 now are saying, when are you going to retire? When are you going to retire? I'm saying, I don't know. And they go, well, don't you have a date on it? I said, if I had to put a date, how about this one? I'm almost 70, this June 18th. How about I'll officially retire at 95? And they, they, you know, they, they kind of freak out thinking I'm crazy. And one, one of my really close friends said I was crazy. I said, you're right. If, if this is crazy, I'm enjoying every moment of it, every moment of it. And, you know, to meet people like you that have the insight and depth that you have, which you have gleaned, I'm sure, from those personal experiences like myself. So it's, uh, it's, it's extremely valuable to our listeners and to myself. I mean, if we don't have a single listener, I have, <laughs> I have learned a ton by just listening to you today, Jared. And it's been a pleasure to have you on. So are there any other insights you'd like to offer before we wrap up this show today? Yeah, look thanks for that, that that demo and look as you were describing yeah i think they on on some level we we i can totally relate to what you're saying I, it was interesting you mentioned alcohol um that was me as well a few years ago is it it's uh you know just uh, like having you know drinking on the weekend and then it went to drinking during the week and then it was like and then just one day while I was doing all of this work, I had this thought of, you know what? Um, I just don't want to drink anymore. Like it just, it kind of, instead of, and I'd always been going, oh, I should cut back on the alcohol. I should, cut. but the more I connected myself on a deeper, deeper level, instead of me giving up alcohol, it was almost like the opposite happened. Alcohol gave me up. And so about, I think it's uh, probably January 21, was it? I just stopped drinking and haven't had a drink since and have never really thought about it either. It's not like I go, oh, I'm missing out. It just, the more I connect, the deeper with myself, the less of of these things I, I seem to to want, if that makes sense. So, um, But look, just going on to um, what you were asking me about there, like if if the fastest way in 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 this is the learning I have anyway is that the fastest way to grow in life and in business is first off is like that um, 
being happy is equal to progress. Like if you feel like you're making progress, we, we tend to be happier. And progress with meaning is magical. And to get that, that to me is around the four anchors of your, and I keep saying it like it's your head, your heart, your health, and your soul. And that's, um, if you understand that, then then life life kind of just unfolds for you. But if you ask a burnt out person, what are their dreams and goals? A burnt out person will actually have none because they've actually, they've given up on them. Quite often they're actually confused between um, expectations and the weight of the world on them. And so they, they, they're really, um, because of, you know, the, their journey that, their dreams have kind of vanished, their goals, they feel that they're not achieving them. And it all comes under this word expectations. But if you have an expectation on yourself that you have to reach a goal or you have to reach your dream, you're already starting out as a being um, like you're being whipped. And the only expectation we should have on ourselves is that the expectation is that I will get out of bed tomorrow morning at a time I set. Uh, the expectation I should have on myself is that I'll eat a healthy diet. The expectation of, I, I will have on myself is I will do some exercise rather than I've got to earn seven figures this year as, as a goal. Does that make sense? Yes, it does make sense. It does. Make and sense. so it, it's, it's really bringing it back to uh, separating expectations from goals and, um, um dreams i guess like it's good to dream but a dream shouldn't be an expectation that that is that is so insightful well i uh <clears throat> i i came up with the title of another book for you now have, have you written a book or have you thought about writing a book um i haven't written a book it has kind of vaguely crossed my mind and i I, I must admit that, um, uh, I, yeah, they, look, it has crossed my mind, but I haven't sat down to do it. Let's put it that way. Well, I have a suggested title, and you just spoke it in the previous uh, offering that you made there the last few minutes. So here's your here's a title. Progress with meaning is magical. How insightful. How insightful. Progress with meaning is insightful. So I know our listeners are going to get a lot out of this. So many people listening today, I know, will want to listen this to this episode over and over. Uh, get your notebook out, take notes. And I certainly am going to because I've been just, uh, I mean, I, I have, there have been many of these, wow, you know, send cold chills down my spine moments as you've offered your uh, insight and your meaning. And then, you know, people can't see this because we're recording it on Zoom, but the the passion and the emotions that I see in your eyes as you're talking here today, and, and people will see, will hear that on this episode, Jared. And, uh, and I'm so delighted that you offered to be on the podcast and, and uh, uh, share with our listeners. But if someone wanted to reach out to you to speak to you personally, one-on-one, -on -one, or to uh, find out some more information about the uh, the Rapid Results Coaching Program, how would they get in touch with you? 
Uh, thanks, Mike. So um, just first off, that I, I do offer a one hour free consultation of anybody, your listeners, if they want to get in contact with me, the best way is through my website. And my website is called decidetobeyou.com.au. The AU is Australia. So it's decidetobeyou.com.au. Um, and they can book a one hour consultation. It's absolutely free. And I will do my very best to resolve any problem, business problem, um, or personal growth problem uh, that I can. And it's absolutely free. And after that, if they want to do something else, then we can discuss that. Well, that is more than generous. Wow, folks, one hour uh, consultation for free. And just just talking to Jared uh, would be worth the time because as you can glean from his insights, he has uh, uh, depth uh, beyond most uh, people that I've spoken with and uh, am delighted that he was able to spare some time to come on today to share with our listeners. And of course, if you'd like to reach out to me, you can go to my website at www.mikebeverly.life. That's M-I-K-E-B-E-V-E-R-L-Y dot L-I-F-E. And once you go there, there's a tab for podcasts where you can listen to this episode along with all the others that are in the library. And feel free to download the free ebook, Optimize Your Overall Health and Wellness Today. It's a free offering uh, for you. And uh, while you're there, click the blog uh, tab and read a blog or two. There's some amazing information on there in our blog post. So it's been a pleasure to have you, Jared, and uh, everyone. We'll look forward to having you back on another episode of the Health and Biz Bites podcast. So have a wonderful rest of your day and take care. Hey everyone, and thank you so much again for checking out today's episode. And if you're listening through iTunes, Spotify, wherever you happen to be listening, please subscribe, leave a five-star rating and review if you choose to do so. And I'm grateful for you and that you're spending this time with me. Have a wonderful rest of your day.